Welcome to the Wrestling With Your Calling podcast with Dr. Conrad Davies. This podcast is intended to help unleash potential at your burning bush. As your fellow traveler and coach, my part is to help activate, cultivate, and empower you on the journey. Welcome back, guys. I want to speak to you for a moment regarding this last phase of the four phases. As a quick recap, the phases that I'm referring to in the book are the phases of the calling phase, the moments, the moments that we have with God, where we encounter God, the wrestle phase, and then the fourth phase, which is the potential. And when you get the book, you'll see those four phases in the table of contents, and you'll see it played out throughout the the whole book of the 12 chapters. But this last phase, which is consistent with the last 12th chapter of the book, I call it the potential because you and I really do not know the fullness of our potential. We can't know it because you think about it. Take a person who I'll use a workout example, a bodybuilder, let's say, for example, a bodybuilder. They start, say they're in their teenage years, the early 20s, and they're really scrawny, really, really skinny. They look frail. They're not strong. But then somewhere in their 20s, they go on a journey and they say, you know what, I'm go- I want to become a bodybuilder. So he or she starts to take supplements. They start to eat appropriately. They start to train. They do the things. They hire a personal trainer. They do all the things they're supposed to do, and they start to gain weight. And their biochemistry begins to change, where this high metabolism they had before, the scrawniness, if you will, or they may have eaten a whole bunch of calories and nothing happened. Now, all of a sudden, something is changing in their body and they're starting to gain mass and gain weight and get stronger and their muscles are getting more cut. And they find themselves saying, yeah, there's more to go. But the potential, how big and how strong and how defined, um, how cut they can get, they don't know the depth of where the body can go because the body can be trained to keep going and going and going. And then For some people, they hit a threshold where they just can't go over that extra mile. They may want to get bigger. They want to may want to use an example of a runner. They may may want to run further. But there are times where they need either pushing a trainer or things that can take them further. But again, they still don't know their potential. So I say this because we only get so much life. I think the average in the United States of life expectancy for women is, I believe, in the late 70s, early 80s. And I think for men are in the sort of mid-70s, late 70s. And that may have changed. So bear with my, if my numbers are dated, forgive me. But there's this place of we only get so much life and there's only so much we can do to get to, as we perceive, a place of potential. In the Use an example of the working out. Our bodies only go so far. A person may peak in their 30s or f- or maybe late 30s, early 40s, and they peak and then the body starts to basically break down and it starts to go the other direction. I can't push anymore. So my point is, is that when it comes to potential, we don't know the fullness of our potential. Also, there are very natural biological things that affect it. There are time-based things that affect our potential. And we only have so much life. If we lived for eternity, Our potential could potentially increase, 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 and increase, but we don't. We have a finite number of days. 
So, with this last chapter, uh, chapter 12, I call it Remaining Faithful and Persevering. And in Remaining Faithful and Persevering, um, this chapter, I just want to highlight a few things to you, but speak furthermore to potential um, so that it can whet your appetite to continue to process this phase of the the fourth phase and why we even called it potential to process this a little further. Um, since we don't know the depth of our potential, our potential can't be unlocked by our school programs or anything our culture provides us. We must have an encounter with God to unleash our potential. And the book, I even called it Unleash Potential at Your Burning Bush, because there's something about when you go through these phases, you, the calling, which is the invitation, these moments of encounter that you have with God, the wrestle that you have with God, wrestling with your identity, wrestling with your um, faith and God's faithfulness, wrestling with your authority, wrestling with your worth, wrestling with your will. As you wrestle through all of this, all of that starts the unlocking process of your potential. If we don't ever wrestle or go through those hard workout programs, using the word picture I did before, we can find ourselves not reaching our potential and we'll stay stagnant. It's to what happens where take a person who is never pushed, never challenged, never wrestles, and they get everything for them, given to them. They find themselves uh, sometimes fragile, weak, muscle atrophy comes. Um, for those of you that I'm using another word picture, for those of you that have ever had an injury and you had to have a cast on or some sort of stabilizing device on you for a period of time, notice what happened after you took off the cast. Those muscles that were now stabilized by the cast and you couldn't use them, they've now, they now have, they experienced atrophy. And through that process, if you were like my situation, I had a, a Achilles tendon that I had um, uh, um, ripped, popped, and basically snapped. Um, and this was about five years ago. And here I am playing sports at, with myself. I was playing soccer. I did a certain move. I took a step, and my Achilles tendon snapped. Well, it was funny about that. I had told this story. I thought somebody kicked me because it felt that way. It felt like I just got kicked, but really it was just my older age and my tendon snapped. Well, anyways, I had to get a cast on. And from that process, those weeks um, of getting a cast on, then the rehabilitation process was interesting. I had atrophy in my calf and my left calf was where I had the injury still to this day looks different than my right calf. And um, a lot of it, I just had to build that muscle back up. I had to learn how to let those muscles activate again. So the point is, is that, I, and well, let me add a little bit more. The physical therapist had to push me and push me and push me because it was hard. It was not easy getting back from that injury, especially when I'm in my late 30s and I'm finding myself um, not really wanting to go through the process. But I'm thankful for my personal trainer. She really did push me every session, push me, and she just wouldn't let me quit. No, do another one, do another one, because because to myself, left to myself, I would have simply just said, "Okay, I did enough. Uh, it hurts now." I would have responded to my emotion. I would have responded to how I felt. Everything in the moment would have been my communicator. It would they did it communicated, but it would have been the things in the moment would have been what kept me from um, doing the things that I needed to do to restore that leg. But my trainer pushed me. And then I finally embraced that push and I let her push me. And then I pushed myself later after I stopped going to my physical therapy sessions. 
and now still have a general regular workout regimen. And my calf is restored. It's used back to normal like it was before. Uh, it's just, it's just, uh, it looks different. And I've got a scar there. So I'm giving you a lot of word pictures today, but uh, I'm helping us think about potential. A potential, we can't really unlock it. Can't really f- walk into the fullness of it. Can't really see our potential. We're going to need life circumstances. We're going to need God to push us. God and the people he uses in our lives to push us to go to the next level and to really walk in that potential. So for the sake of Moses, what I tell you all to do in the book is to um, go read the rest of Moses' story as he wrestles with his calling. And there's many other biblical characters you can look at. And there's a place where they learned how to remain faithful and persevering. And that's what God is asking of us, to remain faithful, faithful to what he's called us to, faithful to the things that he has for us, to remain perseverant um, to the things he has for us, which is connected to our faithfulness, and to keep holding on and to keep going. Because again, we don't know our fullness of our potential. And to reach our full potential, we have to really consider another would have to train us. Another has to take us there. God who knows our story, God who wrote our story, God who um, is the one who knows the fullness of our story, the beginning and the end of the story, when we will die, how things will play out in our lives, all the details of our lives, him alone who knows the depth of all of that. We've got to let him coach us. We've got to wrestle with him. We've got to walk this out with him. And so today was just a a, a frameworks, uh, a word of encouragement, hopefully a little exhortative moments to say, keep going, keep going. So remain faithful to the things that God has for you. And remember, hopefully through this whole framework we've gone through, remember that um, your encounter with God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God who wrote the Bible, the God who sent Jesus to die for humanity's sin, That God alone is the one who knows you. He created you. He formed you in your mother's womb. He knows why you are to exist and why you're here. He orchestrated and told that he's telling and has told the story of your life. And the more you learn, you and I learn to participate in his frameworks and the increase of the fear of the Lord's way. We want to be, we don't want to step outside those boundaries, but when we increase in the fear of the Lord way, it gives us the wisdom and the knowledge. It gives us the understanding we need so that we can walk out the life journey that God has for us. So be encouraged today. Remember that you staying faithful and perseverant is going to be your greatest thing that you have in life. And if you don't know how to engage God, it can be real simple, real simple. Here's one way I teach people how to do that is that I teach people to take your Bible Take a notepad, take a pen, set an appointment with God, uh, and I recommend mornings. For me, it started at 630, and then I've sort of scaled back all the way now to where I'm usually getting up around 4 o'clock. But I just set those appointments. I go, I read, and I'm reading through the scriptures. And then thoughts that I have, I'll write those things down, and I'm prayerful. So I'll start with reading and then I'll write some and then I'll pray or I'll pray while I'm reading. Um, I'll say, Lord, I don't understand what this means. Oftentimes I'll pray out loud because I'm in a quiet place. I'm by myself. I'm, I'm, I'm away from others. And I'll talk out loud as I'm reading. I'm like, you know, this doesn't make sense. I don't get this. But what's happening is I'm believing that God is real. I'm believing that God is the author of the Bible. I believe that when Jesus died for me, 
he gave me his Holy Spirit, and I believe the Holy Spirit is the author of the, uh, of, it was in the, those people who wrote the Bible. So I'm engaging with the author as I'm reading, and I'm asking questions. What does this mean? I don't understand this. Are you trying to say this? What, what's this look like? So if this is what you meant by this, then what does this mean here? Sometimes I'll get response. Sometimes I'm just kind of talking out loud to the Lord and trusting that he's going to give me answers as I progress. And I'll kind of pause sometimes in certain places and I'll read it and reread it again. It's like, huh, that's interesting. I didn't realize humans had this. So I didn't realize I dealt with this. Or if there's thoughts that come to my mind that I believe sometimes are inspired of the Lord, I'll kind of ponder those thoughts and I'll think about them. And what he's doing through that whole journey is that he's aligning and anchoring and reinforcing who what he's what, who who he is as storyteller, author, and reinforcing that I'm a part of his story, and that he uses the work of what he did through other men and women of the scriptures, and he uses those same patterns in my life to help me to realize that, Conrad, you're no different than the people of the scripture. And Conrad, because you're no different, there's ways that I was faithful to them and I could be faithful to you. There's ways I treated them and I could treat you the same way. That God hasn't changed. He's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, forever. He's the same. He has not changed. So because he's not changed, I can learn of his character through the scriptures. And that's what gives me an anchor. That's what helps me understand his ways and the story that he has for me. Me right now, one of 8 billion people, I'm a small microscopic fraction of the human population at this current moment. And because of that, um, if I were to look at it by sheer numbers, I am insignificant. But yet he's made me significant because of the work he did through Jesus and give me his Holy Spirit and allow me to participate with him in the purposes that he has. And whatever those purposes are, I'm willing to embrace them. Um, purpose of being a husband to my wife, purposes of being a father to my children, purposes of being a friend and a brother, purposes of just being a community member, doing the things that I'm doing, all these different purposes that he has. So I'm saying a lot, but I'm hoping you're following where I'm getting at with this is that this is not about perfection. This is not about you having it all together. It's about you learning how to engage God. And as you engage God, he starts to teach you how to hear his voice, teach you about his ways and who he is, show you about what you need in life, give you wisdom, give you understanding, give you knowledge and discretion, open your heart up to receive all the things that God has for you. And when you go on that journey, he keeps you faithful, though we sometimes think that we, out of our own ability, need to be faithful. He's like, no, 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 I train in faithfulness into you. In other words, what the scripture says about the fruit of the spirit, as you engage God through the spirit, the fruit of the spirit is love, it's joy, it's peace, it's patience, kindness, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. All those different things come from intimacy, engagement, wrestling, um, and, and really enga- and, uh, uh, having time with the Lord. And you get the fruit of his spirit, which are all those nine things, those nine characteristics. So I say this to you because that is um, how you f- reach your potential. It's knowing the Lord. Welcome his invitation, his calling. Recognize that you're going to have moments in life where you have encounters, a burning bush-like encounters where you'll just know that the Lord shares his heart with you. You just know that something is taking you off of a path. You'll just have a knowing. Those are moments. Then you'll find yourself wrestling. 
phase three, you'll wrestle through your identity. Who am I that you're calling me to do this? And then you'll wrestle with faith in God's faithfulness. He's told a story before you. And you're just a part of that. You'll wrestle through your authority. Will people actually listen to you and the things that you're called to do? You'll wrestle with your worth. You may identify with things that are broken in your life that you may say, well, I can't do this because I, I, I'm just, I just don't, I don't speak well or I'm not good at that or I'm not good at this. Well, God knows all that stuff and he'll teach you through those things. And then you also wrestle with your will. Are you willing to do according to his will, according to his purposes, according to his way? And then you'll walk in your potential. The more you go through the cycle of these different phases, the more you'll fulfill and find the fullness and the richness of your potential. So, friends, I've said enough. I've just kind of did a little word vomit and just kind of shared with you some of the journey I'm learning. I'm still learning my potential. I don't know the fullness of it. I'll um, Hopefully, by the day I die, I've reached the fullness of what my story is by the day I die. And I'll be able to do like... And hopefully it'll be like what happened with David in Acts, in the book of Acts, where it talks about, I think it's the book of Acts, where it talks about how David fulfilled his purpose in his generation, and then he fell asleep. And that word picture of falling asleep is that when it's time for the resurrection, we'll wake up. And so he died physically, but there'll be a time for a resurrection of all humanity. And so here is um, David fulfilling his purpose in his generation. And I'm hoping that's the same thing that happens for me, that I can fulfill my purpose in my generation, and I can do it to the fullness of what God has for me. So friends, hope you're encouraged today. Hopefully a few nuggets of things drop in your spirit and that will keep you encouraged on your pathway of what God has for you. Um, tune in for more interviews, more stories, um, more commentary about different things, whether it's highlights out of the book or just highlights out of concepts and things that are related to calling and the invitation that God has for you. Tune in for more um, Thank you for being so supportive and uh, listening to Wrestling With Your Calling with Dr. Conrad Davies. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you're well. Take care of yourselves. Peace. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast. I hope this episode helped you learn more about your story and God's calling on your life. I also hope that you have been activated, cultivated, and empowered to become the ace you are called to be. Go and excel in the things you are called to do. Please subscribe to this podcast and become a monthly financial supporter of our podcast. If you haven't already, order a copy of Wrestling With Your Calling from our website, wrestlingwithyourcalling.com. Also, be on the lookout for new podcast episodes every week. On Tuesdays, there will be Dr. Conrad's insights on calling. And on Thursdays, you will hear new interviews from a variety of people who are wrestling with their calling. I hope you are encouraged today. Have a great rest of the day. Bye for now.